to making business profitable with EGS. What is EGS? It's EBITDA Growth Systems. What is EBITDA? EBITDA is earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. Why is EBITDA important? Because it tells you how much your business is worth. This podcast is brought to you by EBITDA Growth Systems, where we guarantee to double your profits within three years or give you your money back. So today's topic is, is your business thriving or surviving? That's right, Mike. Yeah. And uh, so let's do this uh, quick uh, numeration. You yeah. might be surviving if. Yeah, just like the Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah. I don't he, remember any of those jokes. All I remember is they made me laugh really, really hard. Well, that we're going to do the Jeff Foxworthy thing. So you might be surviving if uh, you just have no money. And... AP is a struggle. Um, you worry about payroll. Maybe you miss payroll by a day or two. Uh, but if that's your life, if yeah, yeah, right. Or your or or the owner's pulling his personal money out just to put it in the business account to pay the payroll that week. Absolutely, that's right. Yeah. So, or you might be surviving if um, you don't have a stress-free vacation, or worse yet, you haven't had a vacation in ten years. Oh man, I, I this is this is near and dear to my heart. Owning a, a small business for about sixteen years, it was just what you do, you worked. Yeah. Well, what about vacation? Don't you have family? Yeah. Well, did you go on vacation? Not really. I worked. I had things yeah. to do. Yeah. This is the E Myth and the E Myth Revisited. Those two books. That's right. It said small business owners, their life sucks, and that's uh, <laughs> that's it. No vacation. Um, so you might be surviving if there's no one there to help you run the business. And small business is lonely. I mean, we, we know that. But uh, when you're not thriving, when you're just surviving, crap, no one wants to be around you because you just... Because life sucks as yeah. a small business owner. Yeah. Yes. If you're, if you're in business and not making money, it sucks yeah, because no it, it's a burden that people shouldn't have to care, carry. Um, it... It, it's something special for sure. Yeah, so, well, people want to be around winners. They, they so do. If you if you're just surviving, you. And whether you try to front it or not, you can't really hide it. Right, uh, right. But I mean, a lot of people have employees, but are they investing in those guys? Are they are they getting them trained up to where they can take some of the burden off the owner? And oftentimes, owners don't want to do that. They have no interest in handing over their baby to anybody because they might not do it the way they do it. And they kind of create that for themselves. So I mean, it's it's a uh, it's a tough situation. You got to lean on your team. But uh, well, Dave, you make a really good point. I mean, if I'm a, if I'm a bright shining star, I'm a young person who wants to uh, grow with the company, and I have a business owner who's only knows how to survive. Uh, how long am I going to stay at the company? I'm I'm up and out. And so what you what you're left with is three or four guys who don't have any other options. That's right. And it's just a miserable situation. Well, you said it. You said earlier when you were saying um, they want to be, people want to be around winners. Well, your employees want to be around winners. They want to know you're making money. They want to know that when they pull up their car to the parking lot tomorrow, there's not a poster on the door uh, saying, hey, we're closed. They want to know that they're good in 10 years and you're making good decisions. They want to hear about the future. And if you're just surviving, 
you're talking about today, just getting through today or just getting through this week. You're not talking about, hey, man, these are our big plans three years down the road. Right. Your employees ain't got nothing to lose, so they're just coming to work that day. Until they find something Until else. Until they find something else. That's right. So you might be surviving if you work more than 24 <laughs> hours a day. That's you know, If you're running a business and you feel like you work more than 24 hours a day, like there's got to be more than 24 hours in a day because I definitely know I work more than that. Um Go find a mirror, point at yourself and say, it's time to make a change and make my life better because this that's uh, it's tough to live that way. It's not sustainable. And people that try to sustain it, doctors wind up telling them, sell your business, get out before sure, you kill yourself. Sure, sure. Your friends will start tapping you on the shoulder saying, man, I'm not sure you should be doing this. This is really hard on you and your family. You know, you forget your wife's name. You forget you had three kids. So you only think you had two. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. Your daughter's like, hey, John, we need some milk. <laughs> <laughs> My name's not John. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, really, days turn into weeks, weeks turn into months, months turn into years. And you look back and you're like, what do you have to show for that? Right. And, I mean, just nothing. You have this, uh, this business that's barely surviving. And then, um, you know, you might be surviving if you think 5% profit is good. Um, yeah, a lot of people are just glad to be out of the red. Um, and it's really funny, and this is a little off topic, people that make like 1%, 2% profit in their business, they're always looking for that write-off, get to the tax man. Absolutely. If you're making 1%, 2% profit, don't worry about that. <laughs> worry worry yeah. about, hey, how do we make this 15 20 25 30% net profit? It's not impossible. You can do it. Sure. That's definitely for sure. sure. And And I've heard you say it a million times. One of the things... You got to ask yourself, have I been in business 10 years or have I done one year 10 times? Is it just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat? If it's 10 years, you should get better year over year over year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, good gracious. I mean, if, if you're 10 years down the road and, and, and you made 5% profit in your best year, um, again, the question becomes, so you went into business, you accepted the risk because there is a return, there's a reward. But if if you're at it for 10 years and the best year was 5%, then uh, you should go get yourself a job because the the return is not worth the risk. Absolutely. You've got everything on the line and all, all for nothing. Now, so so let's talk a little bit about that. What's what do these things look like if you're thriving? If you're thriving, I mean, what's it look like if uh, if what's your cash position look like? And a typical client that you work with, what does it look like when you're thriving? So it goes uh, it goes from not having any money and worried about payroll and stringing out accounts payable to uh, you know I have two thousand dollars in the bank or I'm in my line of credit. That's that's the way it looks before. And then after it's uh, I have so much money that uh, I need to find myself a, a financial advisor. Yeah, there's really no reason a business owner should have uh, should struggle having two or three hundred thousand dollars in the bank. If if they have five, ten employees, or even three, four employees, they should have a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars in free cash flow Absolutely. and a credit line only when they need huge projects, and, and it's rare. 
Uh, in fact, I'm, I'm a big cash guy, debt-free guy, and, and so I really push guys to, to have cash and not drive into a credit line. Have it there if you makes you feel better at night, but not really dip into it unless you have a serious need. And when you dip into it, you're asking your advisor, should I? Sure, right? sure, sure. And well, there's other strategies. You know, I mean, you use other people's money. You use your vendor's money. You let them finance the project. You uh, Yeah, all you, you vendors out there, don't get mad at us for saying that, but... But let's let's use uh, let's use Joe for example. Joe Joe has a business and and he he doesn't have any credit with any suppliers. So he goes and he makes parts and any of his materials he buys he pays cash. But he gets paid in sixty days. Sure. So he gets paid in sixty days, but he pays for all his stuff cash. And and we talk to Joe and say, Joe, why don't you? Why don't you open up a credit? They, these you, you do good work. You have money in a bank. These people are going to give you 30 days terms. I mean, we have 30 days terms on our credit cards, sure, right? So our sure. vendors do that. So we're not abusing our vendors. We're taking advantage of what they offer. And that's cash. That's, that's how you use vendors. Yeah, you're tying, you're tying revenue to expense. That's right. Closely, for sure. And the so, more you spend with vendors, the better deals they should give you. There's all, You should negotiate every, that every year, right? Or you tell your customer, hey, I need some milestone payments, you know, so that I'm not out of... The entire project amount before I get paid. Yeah, give and, me a down payment. Yeah, you're more than willing to do that. That's right. Times if you're doing good work for them. And then, uh, what does it look like from, you know, you go from stress laden vacations or no vacations at all to, uh, you know, you're taking vacations once a quarter and, uh, and you can afford to take the vacation financially and you have people in place. Uh, at the shop that are going to make sure the place doesn't burn down while you're gone. So um, definitely if you're surviving, you're taking vacations and you're, and you're retooling and you're regenerating yourself. Absolutely. Back. Absolutely. We can talk about our boy J-Dog, you know, down there. He took a vacation after about eight years, eight years, eight months uh, working with us and, and how how things transformed for him and his wife and his family. And he was like, wow, you know, I was able to step away. And my boys, my boys uh, that were back at the shop really helped out and stepped up. Huge difference, life-changing difference. Absolutely, absolutely. And then um, if you feel alone, uh, you know, again, if you're losing, you probably are going to be alone. You start winning and, uh, you know, people reach out to you. They want to find out how you did what you did. Uh, They want to help you be even more successful. Um, by definition, you've reached out and you've made contacts with with advisors and, and perhaps consultants who can help you uh, do what you do better. And um, so, you know, I think success begets more success. And- Absolutely. And in when you're thriving, it doesn't look like you're alone because you're training your lieutenant, you're training the next person in charge, you have advisors, you have a board, you have people that you can lean on. Uh, the statistic is is pretty clear. When you make a decision all by yourself, you're about 32% successful. If you make a decision with somebody else, you're in the 50s, 60s uh, percent successful on your decision. If it's if it's three people making a decision, uh, especially an important decision, you're like 95, 97% successful on that decision. That decision being a good decision. Yeah, you virtually can't make a bad decision. I mean, when you have that many people. So when you have an important decision to make, lean on a couple people for sure. Sure, sure. And then finally, uh, you know, if you're working more than 24 hours a day and only getting 5% profit, that's, uh, that's barely surviving. But if you're working an 8 to 10 hour day and uh, it's producing cash for you, um, you know, that's, yeah. that's, 
that's good living. Yeah, it, and and I don't want to. There's not a miss. There's a little misnomer here. When someone's taking a business from two, three million to forty million bucks, there's a lot of long days. But you still have some life work balance. You're able to spend a weekend and spend it with your family. Hey, you might work some longer days, get up super early one day, stay super late, you know, writing that thesis the next day, uh, working on a bank report here, working on this, acquiring a piece of equipment, traveling. You're going to do that. When you're a growing business and you're and you're thriving, there are some long days here and there, but it's not all the time. If, if you want to break away for a week and just spend time with you and your 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 partner, your wife, whoever that is you want to that you want to spend time with with your family, it's there for you and, yeah. and you're able to do that. And and that's super important. I remember when I owned a company, I worked over 90 hours for 9 years straight. And I had friends telling me, this is going to kill you if you don't make a change. Sure, sure, sure. And I chose to sell out my interest in my company and and move on to something better and and that was one of the hard knocks I learned from, but man oh man. Um it was lonely. It wasn't fun, and, and all I did was work. No, I didn't make any money. So not, not until later, and sure, then I'm like, oh, sure. yeah, I'm not doing that again. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Good, good. So, you know, what are you doing? Are you are you surviving or are you thriving? And um, we're here to tell you that there's only a handful of levers that you have to pull to move from uh, being on the surviving side of the ledger to the thriving side of the ledger. We see it all day with our clients. Um, and they're in all kinds of industries. And um, we just encourage you to, to take a good, long, hard look yep. at the objective. Yeah, and I'm going to lean into Mike for a second. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call this guy Bob. There's a guy that Mike started working with. Uh, his, we'll just call his name Bob back in 1999. Somebody that he worked with and where he was in business compared to where he was when he started investing and training and leaning into his employees and leaning into his business and best business practices. Give me a brief synopsis of what happened to Bob. Yeah, just really quickly, you go from being the chief cook and bottle washer, like always in the whirlwind, everything is important, everything is urgent, to uh, I'm going to be in Florida for the next six months, so I'll just be looking at dashboards to make sure everything is on track. And uh, I have professional managers running the company. My payroll doesn't look any different, by the way. I just have people that I've developed and uh, they're excited about their roles in the organization. They're excited about the vision for the company and they come to work and they do their job. And it's just a win-win all the way around. I'm in Florida and uh, I can hold on to this business forever because it's profitable, it's making money, I'm happy, my employees are happy, my customers are happy. That's the American dream. Yeah, what do you think is, what was his turnover? I mean, from what I understand, his turnover is crazy low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Retention, you mean? Yeah. Oh, gosh. You know, people want to be around winners, Dave. You know, we, if we keep reiterating that point. People want to be around winners. And uh, if you're if you're thriving, you're winning, and, and people want to be there. I, I tell you what, if you look in the mirror and you see yourself working a ton of hours, having a hard time, not being able to lean on somebody, you have employee turnover at a regular rate, uh, you're not hitting the profit margins, um, but boy, you're the best plumber, electrician, builder, machinist out there and you know the technical skill, um, don't be afraid to reach out to somebody. Reach out to us, uh, Mike and I, you can reach out to us anytime. But uh, if you don't want to reach out to us, talk to a friend, talk to another business owner that you know is successful. Lean into that. Make the decision to make your life better and and really grow yourself. Take the next step as a as personal growth to where you can become something you want to be. 
We, we have faith in you. We know you can do it. Right on, Dave. systems do what we do because we want to impact lives through improving business performance. If you want more information, go to our contact page at www.ebitagrowsystems.com. That's E-B-I-T-D-A growthsystems.com.